Werewolves on a Train? What's not to love about tonight's movie, David? What? (laughs) (laughs) Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. that sound dave didn't like that at all i loved it Dave pulled back away from the mic so hard (laughs) movie month what dave said went right into my ear holes deep in my that's where i belong i live there um i'm joking around with my howls i got one approval and one diss but we're recapping werewolf movie month because we just literally watched like six werewolf movies or something ridiculous like that Mm -hmm. we'd love to watch them to the end of the year so don't just review our werewolf movie podcast. Donate, donate. No, just kidding. Like, give us your money, and we'll talk about werewolf movies until Please. the end of time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're only 30 cents a day. Dave will continue to record podcasts about werewolf movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, as I take a sip of a drink on air. Thank you. Okay. Um, to recap, we started with The Cursed. We hung out with some werewolves in an inn in Werewolves Within. We snapped our fingers at Ginger Snaps. We debated which Wolfman looked better. And we visited for the finale, we visited a movie called How. As I said in the beginning, Werewolves on a Train. What's not to like about a horror movie like that? We'll find out. We'll see magically if we agree with it or disagree with the setting of this movie. But I thought, let's take a second to talk about if Jordan was making a werewolf movie and David was making a werewolf movie and Johnny was making a werewolf movie, where would we stick our werewolves if we're talking about setting? So you can't use a train because they just did it. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Jordan's pondering. Hmm. Now they're wondering who I'm going to ask first, like when I put Dave on the spot to respond to the beginning. My immediate reaction was I thought about it. I was like, wait, they actually did make a movie like that. I was going to say Washington. But there is actually like a movie. The Werewolf in Washington. Washington. Yeah, from the <laughs> oh, 70s. Well, that's a tough one. I've never been. Well, of course, I've never been asked this question. This is uh, catching me off guard. Spring break. That could be. Wow, dude. On spring break. What could be spring good. break? Sounds like an amazing movie, actually. <laughs> Trademark TM. You heard it here first, folks. David owns it. So if you steal it, you owe him money. I, I'm a fan of that. That's pretty what good, about- right? Dang. What about you, John? Where would your movie be? Dude, I don't know. I don't know if I can top Spring Break, but the two that I was prepared for this discussion, which is like kind of the benefit of the who writes the notes. Like I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask them where would you put your werewolf? And I'm like, I'll be prepared with my answers. Because <laughs> I wrote the question. Um either on a boat, so at sea, right? So it'd be a werewolf at sea, or I was thinking like Titanic, but werewolves. See, (laughs) there's not enough room on this floating door, Jack, because you're a werewolf. You fucking drowned. Goodbye. (laughs) That's pretty good. Like, 
Dave, I thought we had a psychic connection, but me and Jordan, we're locked in. Yeah. On a boat, he says Titanic. Sympatico. Um, or I was thinking outer space, because in outer space, the moon is always full. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape the werewolf if you're stuck on a like space station or a spaceship. Like You're screwed. Yeah, that could be crazy. A whole um, population of uh, werewolf people in yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Wolfman Spring Break. That's the thing that would get approved at the studio because it's easy. Hey, we just did a teen movie last summer. Let's get the same guy who was just in that high school musical. Let's stick him in this. He's a Wolfman now and he's on Spring Break. Greenlit. $10 million budget makes $100 million at the box office. Then Dave gets an Oscar. <laughs> then he gets into a scandal. It's over, David. Oh, man. And just it, like that. It was going to be a trilogy. <laughs> yeah, the scandal erupts during like the filming of part two. Of course, it's like some kind of relationship troubles. No, man. <laughs> Nobody's safe. Donkey. I mean, tell the truth, David. A bag of money, a dead animal, and some kind of sexual perversion cancels your movie. I did not think the discussion was going to go in that direction, Jordan, but it just went there, and I had to follow the improv. I'm sorry. I'm like, take it easy on Dave. Yeah, I'm getting the eyebrows of death. I need to <laughs> clean up my act here. Um, what's new in TV and movies? If we move over to our home video headlines, what I jotted down is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is getting a reboot. So... The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is like a famous comic book. It's by some of the same writers that did The Watchmen. I think it's, um, what's his name, Alan Moore or something. Yeah, he's like a British comic writer. Pretty famous. Look him up if you like comics. He's a legend. Worked on all kinds of stuff. I think he did Swamp Thing. Did he do it? He did, right. I think he did a Swamp Thing book that's pretty infamous. But anyway, Watchmen is infamous enough. But um, So in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, it's like, Historical figures from books, like Alan Quartermain from like some Treasure of the Sierra Madre is like their leader. But they have like Mina Harker, but in this version she's a vampire. They have like the Invisible Man. Um, I think Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, if I remember right. Yeah, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde are kind of like their inv- in, kind of like their Incredible Hulk type character. So basically, it's like all these antiheroes from like nineteen hundred novels, right? Like, you know. They all come back and they work on them. They're like a superhero team. Like, like, like the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, like the Avengers of literary novels from the 19th century or something, right? So, But the movie had Sean Connery and he thought that was going to be like his Marvel franchise. But they only made one movie and it tanked. It flopped horribly. Because of a sex scandal involving a donkey and a bag of money and like... No, just kidding. I just wanted to. Well, I just wanted to, like you know, retie it into the Joker. Well, you know, tying into, I think, one of Jordan's uh, savage screenings recently. She talked about Blade, which was directed by the same guy who did Extraordinary oh, Steve Gentleman. Dorrington? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. the production of uh, Leave Extraordinary Gentleman was so bad that he quit directing altogether. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> so dang. Very interesting. I'm curious movie. to watch it though because it sounds like the storyline and premise of something that would be up my alley but it must have been not. it's pretty good the because they include captain um 
Is it Captain Nemo, the one who drives the Nautilus or whatever, like the magical boat, the uh, submarine from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea? I believe hmm. so. Yeah, so it's it's actually a pretty cool movie. Like they oh. fight other literary characters. Am I stomping on what you were going to say, Dave? <laughs> no, I mean I'll, I'll just agree to disagree. I mean, it's it's not a good movie. I don't even think I made it through it. Uh, having well, said I'd that, love it even more now because I want to be the tiebreaker. Like I have well, to watch it so I can decide. But I mean, having said that, I, I do think a reboot is going to be good because I always say instead of remaking or rebooting something that was good to begin with, I'm going to write this. Down something something don't forget, perfect. David. One of your stock and stuffers is going to be the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh great! Blue yeah, I got to review that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, other news. Mike Myers said he would do another Shrek, which I think that'd be pretty cool. Sure. I'd watch it. Heck Seeing yeah. every other one in the theater. Jordan's shirt has one. like Shrek green on it. It is. It's Shrek. It color. is Shrek green. Yeah. Um, They're great movies. They're hilarious. Did you watch his Pentevert show at all? Jordan, did you get into no, his Netflix show? No, the new show? one on Netflix. No, but it, it looks really good. Spoiler alert. There's a Shrek cameo. There's a Shrek cameo. Did didn't you talk about it a couple weeks back? I don't know. Did I mention Shrek when we talked about it before? No. David? I, I I mean between conversation between you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the cameo is like it's like a performer at a theme park in a giant Shrek costume. But then the inside joke is it's really Shrek inside, you know, the theme park costume, right? Because he's doing the, the real Shrek voice from inside. Um I'd watch it because actually Shrek 4 was good. Three suck, two is okay, one's really good. But the time travel stuff in part four or whatever is cool. Hmm. Or like the, oh, it's wishing. It's not time travel, but it's like wishing changes like what happens to Shrek and Fiona. It's like a, a Christmas story situation. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. yeah it's a yeah. wonderful life or whatever, yeah. Yeah, wonderful life. Um, <laughs> but talking about magic, Spirit of Halloween wants to be a movie now, apparently, instead of just a store of Halloween franchises. Like, so I don't know how to take this. I don't know if it's going to be a serious horror movie or if it's going to be like a like cashing in on like Hocus Pocus 2, like trying to ride the coattails of a movie like that and be like family friendly. I know Christopher Lloyd is playing the main ghost or the villain. It's hard to say, but he's the guy that supposedly founded the spirit of Halloween stores and then there's a cursed store where the costumes come to life and that affects the main characters. And then he shows up. I don't know. David Did they say who's producing it. No. Why would that? Oh, to indicate whether it's going to be a children's movie or well, a... hearing Christopher Lloyd instantly makes me think kids. It makes me think of like Disney channel in the two thousands mm. kind of a movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? I I'm of the mind in the world where the Lego movie exists and works. Try hmm. whatever. Try it out. <laughs> That's what I'm I'll watch, like, I'll watch a Halloween store movie. I mean, and I love that, like, the whole Pirates franchise is essentially, like, off of a ride, right? So you could totally make a movie about a store. Yeah, so, and because, yeah. Of, because of Pirates of the Caribbean, that's how we get to, like, um... Wait, was Pirates first or was Jumanji first? Jumanji was first, but that was... Jumanji was its own thing, it didn't... Exist. Yeah, I know it's, it's a made-up game. It's a made-up game, and now it's a game now, maybe, but... yeah. I mean, you could have looked at something like Jumanji and be like, wait, we have real games. Let's turn them into movies. And then, like, then you get Pirates of the Caribbean. And then you get uh, 
Battleship, David. Battleship. <laughs> We're supposed to have a Candyland movie with Adam Sandler at some point. Oh, that that's never not happened. even a joke. <laughs> Wait, you said Candyland? The, I don't know if it's still in production, but there was a news story that there was going to be a Candyland movie with Adam Sandler. With Adam Sandler, huh? Yeah. Mm, I know who's probably going to get it now, but I don't want to say his name because I don't want to talk about him. Okay. Well, what's the rule? If we bring it up, we have to talk about it? That might be how it works, right? It is an audio story where you have to use your vocals to say things. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like an it's becoming like an anti-podcast. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the ASMR of podcasts. We'll have like lulling moments. Oh, man. Um, tonight's movie is Hal. Speaking oh. of having to speak, you actually have to make noise. It's a monster noise, I guess. Um, it's not the poem by this famous poem <laughs> guy. Allen Ginsberg, I think. Something like that. They actually made a movie of that, which... Yeah, it's confusing. But the I, right one. <laughs> there's like Hal. There's like four different Hal movies. So yeah, you gotta make sure you're watching the one about werewolves. That's the or same creatures. for all of our werewolf movies, almost. Yeah, so you make sure you're watching Similar the right one. That we're, that we're <laughs> yeah. talking about. I was waiting for Jordan to say like my favorite bit is when James Franco. Uh, <laughs> I'm like wrong one. Whoops. <laughs> acts acts like a poet and then gets himself in his own sex scandal. David, he was. I guess Franco's out with him. Yeah. Um, he'll make movies again. You know, everything blows over eventually. He made um, enough movies for like three lifetimes before he was uh, outed or whatever. So he's already got quite the filmography legacy. This movie is about passengers on a train that get attacked by a creature. They must band together in order to survive until morning. What's funny about like the IMDb and Amazon and like everywhere online. You know, the synopsis doesn't tell you that it's a werewolf, but clearly it's a werewolf on the poster. And if you don't see a werewolf face on the poster, the other alternative poster is a full moon above the train. I mean, like, you could put it together that you're going to watch a werewolf movie. So oh, for the synopsis, not to flat out tell you, it's like, what are you trying to hide? Your poster gave it away anyway. Right. Like that, like, like that would be spoiling it. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> Like they really, really tried to fool people into thinking it was anything but a werewolf movie, oh, except yeah. for the title, the poster, everything giving it away. Right. Yeah. It's like Toy Story saying there's no toys in this movie. It's just called Toy Story. Really about Wall Street bankers. <laughs> wow. That actually might would be a good movie, David. That's if like Pixar your does it. It could be worth. <laughs> What's your next hit after your your Wolfman Spring Break? You're like, well, I want to do this thing about Wall Street and the kind of toys that they play with, and I'm gonna call it Toy Story, and I don't care that that was already a movie. Bam, hundred million dollars at the box office. Well, if it's on Wall Street, it'll probably be like you know they want to animate something or turn something human-like. So it'll probably be briefcases because everybody carries a briefcase on Wall Street. So it'll just be called briefs. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I don't know what Dave's spitting out. He's spitting fire today. Call me Pixar. <laughs> he must have ate his Wheaties today. Okay, we're down like three energy drinks before we got here. Just one. I could have used. I could have used one of those. Have you guys run out of your case already? I did. Yeah, it's yeah. called. I have a wife, and she takes half of everything. <laughs> That's in the contract. You better look at those details. 
half. I have to start developing taste for things she doesn't like, so at least she doesn't touch. Mm-hmm. That's what I do with my kids and chip flavors. I get the weird anonymous, like spicy, whatever chip. Oh, can't handle it. Uh, definitely don't uh, have that problem. I feel just like we need an exclusive. Cats. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm like, it's like just have three, well, two kitty cats. So it's not like I have to fight off my oh, kids. They'll, or they'll eat, they'll eat, they will eat your chips if they get a hold of them. Tell you what. You're right. Dude, one my cat tries to eat cereal out of my bowl as I'm eating it. Mm. Not even- milk, I get it though. Like, I would, if I was a cat, I would do that too. This has nothing to do with tonight's movie, but I'm curious because both David and Jordan own cats. Do you guys share milk with them right out of your bowl on oh, purpose? Yeah. Yes. I do not. <laughs> Ice, cream. Ice cream? I'm definitely sharing. <clears throat> That's Jordan's scandal when it comes out after she produces her famous movies and they're like, uh, Wolfman Spring Break 2, directed by Jordan's at the box office. Um, we heard you like to share milk right out of the bowl with uh, felines. Guilty. Care to comment? Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <guilty. laughs> All right. Let's see. Hmm. If we can... Keep this train on the tracks, even though the train goes off oh. the tracks in the movie. It has a train wreck. Dave, it's up to you, man. We'll keep talking until you actually move on to your dangerous detail. Uh, if we're ready, I got some facts. Um, we were ready before we started talking about cat bowls and licking and milk. <laughs> no, I thought I felt that was pretty pertinent to the story. <laughs> to what we're talking about, I enjoyed my imagination of you guys like just peering over a bowl, licking milk with your cats. Entertain me. Real. <laughs> nuzzle noses yeah if we had an animation budget that's when the animator would have like an animated version of like what we're describing but mm. no folks <laughs> just stare at our faces this entire time maybe we have a really talented fan maybe that could win you a prize if you want to animate us sure why not? david i don't know if you want your fans to start sending you drawings of yourself <laughs> that's probably a good point <laughs> so okay we got some facts um so, despite this movie being a gruesome horror movie, the writers Mark Huckerbee and Nick Oster are actually more known for writing kids' TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, some of their credits include Thomas and Friends, the Danger Mouse reboot that I didn't know existed till today, and The Adventures of Paddington. Um, so, it's kind of funny that they wrote this <laughs> werewolf horror movie as well. Um, okay, pause. Nick... Pause. Hold on your second thought. Two comments. Um, first, Thomas the Train is a show about kids and trains right yeah so you can see how their frustration of working on a kid show about trains could evolve into a werewolf movie where people are getting torn apart on a train second thought checks is out. uh yeah it checks out totally yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um what's the last part you just said now i forgot my what about them writing paddington or the adventures of paddington cartoon you know? oh no you said you didn't know the existence of a second danger mouse uh, it's, on well, ne- re- it's on netflix Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Well, that sh- shows it's how much the algorithm is working for me. Um, okay. Why? It suggested you every other shitty cartoon on Netflix but the Danger Mouse remake? Apparently, because I didn't know it existed, which <laughs> makes me kind of mad now. Uh, maybe uh, it's not good. I don't know. No. Um, all right. Well, then maybe it's good that I didn't know. Um, actor Nick Pertwee uh, has a tendency to actually have his guts ripped Oh, Why are you calling him Nick? His name is Sean. I thought it was... Are we sure about that? Oh, okay. Well, sh- maybe I wrote it down wrong. Sean Pertwee uh, has a tendency to have his guts ripped out in movies. Uh, in addition to this movie, he had his guts ripped open by uh, where- another werewolf and dog soldiers. 
Andal is strung up and had his uh, can- had his guts eaten by cannibals in Doomsday. So, for yeah, reason- that's what's funny. Like, talk about being typecast. You're gonna play a sergeant, and we're gonna rip your guts out of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's like another uh, what's uh, from RoboCop. Uh, he has like three or four movies where his arm gets ripped off. It's just like a weird coincidence. <laughs> um. And so the, the werewolves in this movie were actually a combination of practical and CGI. Uh, the legs were CGI and the rest of the body were prosthetics and performers. Um, although I think I've seen a few parts that were full CGI, but I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the director, Peter Hyatt, actually got his start doing makeup and practical effects. So it's no surprise he did a werewolf movie. Um, some of his makeup credits include The Descent, Doomsday, and The Woman in Black. Um and here's a catch that John caught that I did not. Uh, turns out there is a, an appearance by Brett Goldstein, who everybody knows right now is Roy Kent from, uh, well, one of John and my favorite shows, uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, so. he's in one scene. He plays a supervisor who assigns this unlucky dude to take the to be the conductor on this train. Like, so my understanding of the beginning of this movie is the main character Joe. Is not originally assigned to this shift or this train, but he's like the, you know, lucky guy or whatever, like lowest rung on the totem pole, the ranking or whatever. And the supervisor is played by the guy that will end up being Rory Kent on Ted Lasso. And I was like, oh, that that looks like the dude. Oh, that is the dude. Yeah. Trivia, folks. And now, are you done? Is that it? Yeah. That was it. Not to be pushy. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> That's why I shut up. You asked me to shut up. We'll be right back after this message. Are you ready to launch your new career in coding? Treehouse has one of the best and most affordable online classrooms for you. At Treehouse, we've rethought the learning process and built a proven system to get you the skills and knowledge you need to achieve your goals. When you're done with the course, you haven't just watched a video. You've learned, practiced, and absorbed a concept, or choose to build a portfolio, create a network, and land your dream job with our bootcamp-style tech degree program. Land a dev job this year. Whatever your goal, we'll get you there. Get 50% off your first month as a podcast listener through our special discount link. Teamtreehouse.com forward slash sign up underscore code forward slash podcorn courses. That's teamtreehouse.com forward slash sign up underscore code forward slash podcorn courses. And of course, that special discount link can be found in our show notes. Now back to the podcast already in progress. And we've arrived at everybody's favorite part of the show. What are our favorite bits from tonight's movie? The bits, the bits. Oh man, my favorite bit. (laughs) I I don't know. I um some of my favorite bits, just the werewolves in general. There was just so that was like the most far-fetched werewolf, I think, that we've seen in terms of like behaviors in the movie. Um, but yeah, there was just a lot of gore too. And I thought that was like one of the best parts of the movie was just like how gory it was when there was a, an attack. Um, starting off with that lady's old, little old lady's leg getting severed. I just was like, that was pretty vivid with her leg just like oozing all over the place. But I guess it wasn't severed completely. But if you're yeah. gonna have wounds, make sure they're oozing. It was oozy. It was yeah. yeah. So 
um, in the train, um, just when they're going to fix the train and the guy's crawling underneath. I thought it was kind of funny that like this whole thing is actually just fixed by a little bit of duct tape shimming underneath the train. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So some of those bits right there. What about you, Dave? Um, in addition to the lady's leg getting slashed, um, I kind of like the uh, <laughs> the woman that just gets pulled through a window out of nowhere. Kind of like Samuel Jackson in the influencer, the, the social media girl, the, like the girl that's on her cell phone the whole time. That one, yeah, 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 just gets pulled right through a window out of nowhere. Uh, just that, <laughs> just watching this late at night, go what, what? perked mm-hmm. me up because I didn't expect that at all. Um, got a lot of it's got a lot of some decent kills in this movie. Yeah. Uh, what about you, John? Well, okay, so it's hard to do something new with werewolf movies like we've been talking about, but we got excited at the beginning of this show because werewolves on a train is a cool concept. The only other movies that it's like, they have snakes on a plane, and they got Train to Busan, which is literally a train filled with zombies. But other than that, like it's kind of cool to isolate the setting on a train, right? Because... Yeah. First of all, being isolated, broken down in the middle of nowhere is already scary. Then you add a werewolf. And then you also add, like, the hysteria of the people you're dealing with. Like, it's one thing to have to deal with the creature, but that to deal with the egos and personalities and, and, like, mistakes made by the people on the train, which could actually get you killed, is kind of interesting. Then, the creature design... The werewolves have fangs, and they have elongated ears, and they have dog-like legs so they can prance around, but they don't have a lot of hair. It's more like like skin and flesh that's all like uh, stretched out and like just like really disgusting transmogrified somehow. It's like if your bones were on the outside almost. It's like very like, I don't know. It's kind of a cross between uh, two movies we covered this uh, run. It's kind of like uh, the a mix between the werewolf of uh, Ginger Snaps and uh, Dog Soldiers. You know, standing yeah, on behind true. legs. Uh, the Ginger Snaps ones were mostly hairless. Um, yeah. yeah just... um, so I like all that. I, I do like when people are first starting to figure things out in a horror movie where they try to work together a little bit. Like how they're trying to like board up the windows and like isolate the one train car. I just like that element because like you kind of root for people when they do that in horror movies. Gosh, (laughs) it would be nice if they win one day, but I know that they're like, that's part of the fun of it or like the psychology of it. Maybe like, cause you know that they're going to put all this hard work into it and somehow it's still going to like fall apart Mm -hmm. and they're going to all get killed or most of them are going to get killed, but they, you know, it doesn't always happen. You don't always have like a, a group of people in a movie, you know, working together to try to kill a monster. But sometimes sometimes you get lucky. Um, it's a safe bet that we all like the movie. I haven't heard any disagreement so far. Um, we'll go into our rating system. Binge now, binge later, or binge never. Okay. It was a binge later for me. I didn't say anything bad yet, but I just thought like this. Oh, wait, she's see what she's doing. Wait, time out, hold it. I'm not gonna try to ruin all your fun. See what she's doing to us, Dave? No. She's poker with us now. She's gonna poker face us till we get into the ratings. Yeah. Then she's gonna hit us with it. Well, it's yeah. called favorite bits, not least favorite bits. Okay, sure. So, yeah. yeah. So I just saw it, like the the werewolves being up in the trees. I thought that was kind of a little funny. 
Mm. You know, they were just in all angles, man. They were in the trees and they sounded like little goblins. They were like more of a not werewolf to me. So that's just. Okay. So you're saying your binge later is based on the fact that they're not werewolf enough. Yes. That's it. Nailed it. You were promised. You were promised werewolves and you got creatures. Maybe that's why in the timeline it said creatures and not werewolves specifically because they're like, do you think they went to the screening? They had like the test screenings, Jordan, and like. They're like, not a werewolf. What the F? <laughs> like, promise a werewolf. Like, like that they turn into those scorecards and they're not getting tens. They're getting like threes because it's not werewolf enough. That could be it. It's why they don't mention it. Yeah. They right. reshoots? Reshoots, David? I didn't say anything about reshoots. Uh, so I guess this was the full vision on the screen. <laughs> that was your opportunity to pretend to be the filmmaker the whole time. We've been running this whole running gag of this whole episode. Was that Dave was producing all these shows, and you could just been like, yeah. "Oh, we had reshoots. They cost us a billion dollars." Uh, I I need to send Dave to like improv class at like Upright Citizen Brigade or something. Just all go. Right. It's called Go Along with. This is a new game. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yes, and. Oh. <laughs> um, what about you, well, Dave? I I'm I'm with you, Jordan. It's a binge later. Um, I get you know what I think I learned over the course of this series of werewolf movies. It's uh, it's like John likes to say uh, it's kind of like pizza. Like it's like pizza. Yeah, even even the mediocre ones at least it's still pizza. Um, and this was pizza. It was okay. Little Caesars <laughs> it gets the job done. Um, but it's it's not going to be a werewolf movie. I, I go back to I mean like Little Caesars. If you're out first. there, at least two of us love you. <laughs> Feel free to sponsor our show and give us pizza. I actually like Little Caesars, but they broke my heart because now there's not one in the area. It went away. Rude so. of them to do that. John, what'd you do yeah. for for your for your rating? Binge now. Like this was on Amazon Prime the first time I saw it. That was like a couple years ago, <clears throat> folks. If you want to see it now, I actually found out FilmRise must own the part of the distribution to it because they put it on they their do. FilmRise channels and then they dropped it on their YouTube channel. So. Now it's completely free and just like kick over to YouTube. Um, or if you like Shudder and you want to watch a bunch of horror movies, as it turns out, our code still works, by the way. Shudder sponsored us a couple summers ago. If you're out there, Shudder, clearly people love us because they're still using our code. Hmm. You haven't turned it off yet. So binge watchers is the promo code if you want to watch Shudder for like a month for free or whatever. But they also have it. That was like an anti-ad. I'm not going to tell the people where they can watch horror movies, Shudder, because you're not sponsoring us. But by the way, our code still works. <laughs> got you, good. That's where I watched it. Got you. Actually, they got a free ad the whole time. <laughs> hey, uh, they're getting my money every year, so that's their whole plan. They just want hmm. one binge watcher. I guess they just want to keep David watching. Um, um, wait, did we hear your rating? Yeah, yeah. Later, because you agreed with the pizza analogy. Okay. I oh, I was telling you, well. I'm really watching this one. Um, it's a binge now for me. Yeah, because like I saw it on Amazon Prime. I rushed to Facebook. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I was drinking coffee of all things, and I was like, guys, there's this movie. Blah 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 blah. And that might have been like one of my first posts on Instagram too. Like when I created my account, I was just like, "Hey, I watched this werewolf movie, and I thought ingenious. I thought it was that's if I talked to myself, you know, when I saw it, like, you know, 
So I'm just going to forget what Jordan said. Just about the, ring. the werewolves a little more authentic, and it would have been perfect. Authentic werewolf. I wrote it down. Yeah. Most far-fetched werewolf. If I put that in the title, that'd be like, wow. If they uh, had Samuel L. Jackson yelling, get these mother effing werewolves off this mother effing train. Might have I actually thought that. if they had changed the title to Werewolves on a Train, the movie would be more popular. Like right off the bat. Like because what is how? Werewolf the, first thing, the first thing I think of is the poem. That's like yeah. the first thing that comes to mind. And um, how much did they howl? Not a whole lot. They hackled or heckled, but they did. <laughs> they did not howl. I'm just saying. They sounded like cats, actually. They were like very much hyena, which I'm like, okay, mm. maybe sort of dog, but <laughs> like, hey, hey. <laughs> You're right. So they're suggestive of being a werewolf. They're suggesting that they're werewolves. Is that what it is? Something like that. Maybe they can't improv either. <laughs> Probably not. If you watch something outside of watching werewolf movies, what did you watch? I do have a shame screening for you guys mm. for this week. Saturday Night Fever. Nice. I love Saturday Night Fever, but I love Staying Alive even more than Saturday Night Fever. I do you know of Staying it. Alive? I, I think you're on the, the island one. on your own there, but explain what Staying Alive is. <laughs> if you already know, why are you questioning it, David? Because she doesn't know. Okay. So somebody sees Tony dancing, and then they want to recruit him for this Broadway show, and then he's developing this hotter-than-ice Broadway thing where it's, like, hot as hell because they're pulling in these angels and de devil themes. And then, like, it's will-they-won't-they. They? Is he going to hook up with the choreographer or not? Maybe. And she's, like, British or something, so she's definitely, like, across the pond trying to snag our... Where's he from? Brooklyn? Is his neighborhood in Brooklyn? Yeah. Yes. Okay, these details are coming ingrained out of like my frontal lobe. You know what I mean? I'm like, because I was like, I didn't remember that his name was Tony, but his name is Tony, right? Yep. Tony okay, Monero. So, yep. So I know his name is Tony. I know he bought pizza at Lenny's, and I know he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> and I will watch it. When you could use gay as a verb and not make people angry, but I guess maybe it always made people angry if like you're like, What's the gayest uh, um, John Travolta movie? Or what's the movie that will make you question your sexuality and you go to these other nightclubs to see if you can fulfill your dreams? It'd be watching Staying Alive. Or Perfect. Or Urban Cowboy. What a dream. Crack open a Coors Light and watch Urban Cowboy. No, this isn't the episode where, where we talk about everybody's sexuality. <laughs> We're just talking about three amazing John Travolta movies. Yeah, I, I'm very comfortable in my sexuality, but uh, there's a lot of like Travolta junk in the in that trio. Actually, I haven't seen Urban Cowboy, so I can't speak. You mean his literal junk? Actually, <laughs> I mean, stuff the, like front and center. The best look at his like, junk. There's a, there's a actually in a movie. There's a famous GIF from Perfect of him like just gyrating. Oh. Well, actually, we hijacked her stat pick of the week, no, but it's worth great. it. I love this. <laughs> Travolta's junk is best seen in this movie where he's doing aerobics with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. We have a whole month coming up on Binge Watchers podcast called That's Junk all Travolta. Travolta. Hold so on. I'm getting hot flashes. <laughs> so, Junk Travolta oh, is coming up. <laughs> Sexy Travolta. 
man. Uh, Travolta on a train. And then I did watch another train movie. It was a, The Girl on a Train. Good thriller. I liked it. With Emily, Emily Blunt? Blunt? Yeah. Which is a remake. You got to find the other one. I'll have to go watch the Another other one. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a remake. I thought it was based on, yeah, maybe. It's a book, right? Ransom a novel. Yeah. 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 Oh, but, yeah. so maybe maybe they went around the other movie and just read to the source material. Who knows? Um, where are we? Oh, so we got to tell... <laughs> oh, do you have something? Dave, oh, yeah, I thought I, I thought I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but there's no possible way you could follow up Travolta. Can you? Do you know uh, how to disco dance, Dave? Do I? I mean, not really. I mean, uh, I could try. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a pretty sight. Uh, although I might look good in that white jumpsuit. I don't know. Give it a shot. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if you were going to talk about this, but I, somebody has to. Uh, what am I going to talk about? I, I mean, I'm sorry, but um, so Chippendale Rescue Rangers, mm. <laughs> like literally the second best movie I've seen all this year, next to um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, yeah, some of its member berries. I mean, yeah, a lot of it's just uh, cartoon nostalgia, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's easily the new Roger Rabbit. I mean, they stuff a ton. Like, and I'm surprised at what they got away with in terms of other cartoon references. Like I've seen South park was in there. Beavis and Budhead. I saw a character in the background from big mouth. Um, Ugly Sonic before they changed his character design. Yeah. But I mean, there's just, there's tons of stuff in there. I mean, it's like, it's an Easter egg hunt of a movie too. I mean, uh, if you want to go that far, there's Um, tons of stuff in this episode. I don't even know how to describe it. I'm going to have to get show notes from Jordan on this one. Um, but it, I don't know if you're an 80s or 90s kid, uh, hell, even a 2000s kid. I think uh, I watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus, probably the funniest movie, funnest movie I've seen in a while. Well, yeah. you had me sold at newest Who Framed Roger Rabbit because Who Framed Roger Rabbit might be one of my like all time favorite movies, probably top five, just because I watched ah. it like on repeat as a child. And so hmm. I'll definitely be going to see that, Dave. Oh, right. Disney Plus. You just, you just went up a cool point for saying Roger Rabbit rules. Oh, it's so good. Is it on Disney Plus? Yeah, it is. It just came yeah. out on Disney Plus. Yeah. I, I would have been just as happy to see it in a theater, but you get to see it at home. Heck yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to skip over staff pick because I want to take a couple minutes here at the end of the show to let people know that Summer Slash is back. It's starting again. We're about to do deep dives into slasher, maniac, crazy horror rides into all these horror movies. So keep in mind the hashtag Summer Slash. And if you've been through this uh, before, we give away horror movies. This year we're going to give away the Evil Dead Groovy Collection, which is the original Evil Dead's on 4K. We're also going to give away, Dave mentioned it earlier, he talked about Blade. We're going to give away Blade 4K came out. We'll give that away. And then... um, Maybe some voodoo gift cards. But basically, there's two ways to get this. You email us your favorite horror movie or something about your favorite horror movies. Or if you're actually watching what we're reviewing, let us know your opinion on those movies. And then you can also give us a podcast review. What do we like to do, Jordan? Review, review. (laughs) Usually says it three times, but whatever. Okay. And where should we send Um, those emails? Oh, well, host at bwpodcast.com is the podcast email. Or give us a review like Jordan asked you, and in a little sing-song voice that she does. And if you give <laughs> us a review, you could you can actually mention your favorite horror movie or make a horror movie comment inside the review. 
You can say, I like this podcast. My favorite movie is The Fog. Five stars. We'll take it, and we'll send you Blade or Evil Dead or something. How about instead of a horror review, a horror haiku? That takes a lot of work, Dave. You want to punch in those characters on your phone? What, five, seven, five syllables? Come on. All right, Dave wants poems from you guys. Go ahead and submit those to David directly. <laughs> so Summer Slash 4s are on the corner. It's horror movies. I used to say all summer long because it used to run all summer long. But actually, folks, we're only giving you a taste this year. So Summer Slash 4 is going to come at you hot and heavy, fast and furious. John Travolta is actually in a horror movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, um, it might be one of the worst horror movies ever made. Which one? The one that the Limp Bizkit guy made. I think it's oh, called The, the Fanatic. Fan. Oh, Fanatic. Yeah, okay. Anyway, stay tuned, folks. It's Summer Slash next week. We're going to kick it off. It's going to be awesome. Will, will we survive? I don't know. We've already lost two co-hosts. <laughs> That's where the creepy music would play, but I don't have any creepy music queued up <laughs> i do have what do i have queued up i have wait i might have something crazy into space let's see if that's crazy no that's more of like a it's not the kind of vibe i thought it was gonna have i'm goofing around with these studio effects folks Streamyard has this thing where they have some pre-recorded crap anyway uh dave what kind of marathon is starting the Summer Slash. If Dave remembered, you can too, folks. See you next week. This episode is dedicated to Jordan and her viewing of John Travolta movies mm-hmm. because... The John Travolta comments and storylines are killing it. And just remember, folks, this is for entertainment purposes only. If you want to ask me questions about my sexuality, send those messages directly to David as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think uh, if we do the theme month, it has to be a Bolta Travolta. I don't know. I like what? it. What? A Bolta Travolta. Instead of a bolt of true, I don't know. It Didn't he out. play the animated dog named Bolt? Oh, yeah, I guess he did. <laughs> I wow. kind of about that. <laughs> it's coming up Ultra Volta tonight. 